How's it haunting everyone? I'm Chris. And I'm Lena. And this is the How's It Haunting Podcast. How are you doing today, Lena? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. A long time has passed since we were able to talk to our How's It Haunters. And each other. And Well, I mean, we still text. That's good enough. It doesn't really need to be <laughs> more than that. We're catching up. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. A lot of things have passed since the last time we had an episode, like Christmas, but Valentine, New Year's, Valentine's New Year's. Day, <laughs> probably President's Day too by the time this one comes out. Maybe <laughs> Easter, who knows? It all depends on how fast I get my editing done. It might drop like Monday, maybe if I'm lucky. So there's a good chance I might miss the whole President's Day thing. Yeah, happy President's Day. All those in the United States. Yeah, it would be kind of weird for anybody else to celebrate. I don't, do you? Do they? I mean, they could if they really think like Abraham Lincoln was a fucking cool guy. Well, we didn't we have Abraham Lincoln's birthday was on. We celebrated it on Valentine's Day. That's why all the kids had it on. What's this we? I, I didn't celebrate Lincoln's birthday. I really didn't know. Well, I was talking about we as we like didn't in general. take our kids to school or deal with kids going to school that day. We did have a nice three-day weekend. That was pretty. Thanks, Abe. Got the day <laughs> off. Totally blew me away. You want to tell everybody where your glasses are? What glasses? Exactly. <laughs> She's way too old to, to misplace her glasses for a month, and that just makes a me month? laugh. But you do have better <laughs> eyes than I do because I, if I misplace my glasses for a second, I'm done. Totally yeah. Velma. I'm walking around like hands and knees looking for my glasses. I'm more of the seeing double type of vision than the fuzzy vision. Oh, that'd be cool. That's fun on any day. Could you imagine like getting like really baked and just getting rid of your glasses? And then you see like 12 people. <laughs> so we also had some things pass. I had um, I had a birthday. We celebrated my birthday. Oh, we didn't celebrate my birthday. You know what I got for my birthday? What did you get for your birthday? I got COVID. It was great. And I was sick for a long time. I'll tell you guys, COVID sucks. You want some advice? Don't get COVID because that shit fucking sucks. I was sick for a long time, which is why we didn't have a, an episode for quite some time. You, you did not we want were, me on mic. We were about to record the week you found out. You, you're like, I'm not feeling good. Totally. You know what? I'm, I think I'm going to take today off. I'll be back tomorrow. And that was like how long? Like months later. So how's it honors? Don't get COVID. It's not fun. Take it from me. And if you had it, it sucks, right? But now that we're back and now that, now that I'm back, because Lena was just fine. Because I'm a hermit. But, yeah, <laughs> lucky you. I got I to gotta live that life again. That was a great life. Wasn't 2020 great? It was for us. Stayed home. Started a podcast. Yay. Everything was done. On, we even like our bars were on Zoom. Like everything was yes. great. You sit and drink, you know, and talk to your friends. And then like, hey, uh, you didn't have to make up an excuse to leave. You just close the fucking window. Disappear into the background. That's it. I just fucking shut my camera off whenever I wanted to. I'm like, well, Chris is gone. So there's that. And then I'd be like, fucker, you didn't say anything to me. You Am just I supposed left? to? There are now no I'm rules. Gonna, now, now, no, everyone's going to expect me to like stay on later. <laughs> Damn it. See, but that's the thing, though. You see, you go to a place with people and you got to make up a fucking 101 excuses to leave. And then people are there with you going, oh, stay for a little bit. And you can't just like slowly back out of the building. But when it comes to like Zoom or Discord, just hit the fucking X and you're, you're good to go. Internet problems. Because Chris is always Chris's excuse, which <laughs> I always called him out. Bullshit on that. Well, because you knew I was a technician. That's why. And then we come out of 2020. And we go into 2021, and then my dog dies. So right away, it started off bad. But then it started picking up because the House of Honor started showing up. Yes. 
really showing up. So it was really cool. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for hanging in with us. You know, even though we've been gone, you know, our past episodes, the downloads just keep going. I feel like I've been releasing episodes weekly because the downloads still reflect the same. We, they still keep coming. So thank you very much, House of Hunters. Thank you very much, New House of Hunters. Thank you, House of Hunters. We really appreciate it. All of the support that we're getting when we really needed it. Yeah, because I, I was getting ready to stop. That's <laughs> how bad <laughs> I felt. I'm like, you know, I don't need to do this again ever. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't think I can stop. Like, even if I had one listener a week and, and that listener... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if I had one listener a week and that listener was you, I think I'd still do this. Like, I would guarantee two downloads, like one for me Absolutely. and one for you. But honestly, I don't, okay, I don't think I've ever. You have, you have Rick. He'll download too. Oh, four. We have Tish too. There we go. Contractually bound to uh, to download the app. Ep- honestly, I don't think I've downloaded any of the episodes because I, I, I edit, so I hear it enough. And yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear it you again. to even listen to it again. <laughs> so thank you very much, House of Honors. We appreciate the hell out of you. And we're here to give you another episode so lena what is this week's topic haunted prisons or jails whichever you want to call them haunted places where they keep you and take away your freedom (laughs) incarcerate you yeah sometimes rightfully so sometimes not it depends who you are you want to tell them stories about how many times you've been incarcerated in your lifetime (laughs) why (laughs) why did this i mean to call you out Oh no! You know, talking about I, I, I never, never been to jail. I never <laughs> asked like, that yeah. question when I hired you. You know, it's like I I've never, never been to jail. I have never been in a jail cell. I have, and I have. Someone has. Yeah, but I went to the jail because I was doing a tour. So <laughs> I, That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I wasn't locked up, and I've been I, I've been inside a cell because uh, I went to Alcatraz as a kid, and we got to go inside the cells. See, it's all a matter of perspective. You know, if you answer, if you ask a yes or no question, you know, I got to be honest. Yes, I, I have been to jail, but I just, I wasn't there against my will. It was optional. But I didn't ask you if you've been incarcerated. Are you, are you a, an ex-con, a, a former ex-con. felon? Because you could be fooling me right now and I would have no idea. I've and that's how true jail. crime starts. I've never been held in jail. I know. But we have seen ghosts. So we, we have a little bit of common ground when it comes to these stories. I have three. I'm going to say what I feel is the best for last. So I'm going to give you kind of the short ones first. This is one of those topics that I can't believe we haven't done before. I know we've talked about places that have prisons, but uh, other places attached to it. Attached to it. But if you think about a prison, that, that's the fucking, that's where you want to go to investigate. You know what I mean? That's, that's where you want to be a phantom inquisitor at a prison. I don't think I forgot. Phantom inquisitor is <laughs> the perfect place for like negative energy and to see fucking ghosts. You might see some demons too. That'd be great. Ladies first. Ladies first. And since there are none here, why don't you go ahead and go first? Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. So the first jail that I did is in the UK. It's, can you hear that? Hear what? (laughs) Okay. No, I can barely hear you. We have an ice maker now. Oh, that's right. It crunches ice. Okay, you know, not for nothing, but I mean, call me simple, but I fucking love like new appliances. Oh, so are you why, me? why don't you tell the house of honors what you got? I'm kind of jealous. No, we finally got a new fridge. It's a dual ice maker. It's what sold us. It was one of the cheapest refrigerators on the market because I didn't realize. And I text Chris, I was like, holy crap, what happened to $800 refrigerators? 
There, there is no such thing as a hundred dollar <laughs> fridge, like, unless you buy a small anymore. one. Like you want to put next to your desk, then you can get an eight hundred dollar. Like remember like, when we were kids and there were thousand dollar cars? Like you can go buy a car for a thousand dollars. Like you can't do that shit anymore either. I was confused on the price of a refrigerator. I really was, and so we were looking at them, and the husband's like, "Look, here's a dual ice maker, which means one regular ice with a crushed ice dispense and a craft ball ice maker." Fancy. And I, it's not, it's not Samsung. I heard a lot of bad things about that one. So we, well, there we, goes our Samsung fucking sponsor. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I had a Sam. That was my last. Sam, oh, all my phones are Samsung though, by the way. Samsung. I have three phones in front 50% of, of us like you still feel all free Samsung. and email oh. me with any sponsors that you, I have, I, I have offers. all the Samsung notes in front of me. Let's not even talk about how I don't love me. Samsung. All right. Okay. We're back on Samsung's. Good side. Uh, but it was too expensive. It was over $3,000 for that refrigerator. And I couldn't see paying over $3,000 for that fridge. So we found a dual ice maker fridge. But you can't hold, put magnets on the front of our Which I find weird. That's so weird. Isn't that what a refrigerator is for? That's what mine. Mine. My <laughs> old one, I forgot that it was white because that's how much stuff I put on my fridge. That's what it's you for, though. That's what you need. Like, yeah, pictures, you, I mean, there's tape, so you can just do that. Oh, I have a post-it note. So. <laughs> Honestly, my last fridge, I had to tape stuff, like, whenever I wanted to put a picture up or something. I had to tape it because I have boys, so they don't know how to shut a fridge. They fucking slam it. So every time oh, they slam God, it, everything everything falls off. They're like getting super glue all that stuff off there. You bought a fridge with without a metal surface, right? It was plastic or like... I don't know. It's it's a stainless steel touch resistant. Like it doesn't give you the like fingerprint, the fingerprint resistant front. Huh. Yeah. So I, just, it's a, I didn't know we fingerprints a were a problem. One. I don't know, man. You said ice maker. You said dual ice maker and I was a fucking dual, sold. Yeah. The craft ice. Oh, I showed Chris the first time the sucker put out some craft ice. I took it. It was like seven in the morning. I was like, look. Chris is like, why do you need ice at seven? I was like, because I got ice. That's true. I didn't know why you needed ice at seven. But you, you know how I know you're getting old? Because you get, you get excited for ice at seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah, when you haven't had an ice maker and you have to go in there and do the trays. First world problems. Hey, Lena, why are you so downtrodden? Because I don't have an ice maker. I have to. I, I'm my own ice maker. I have to make. Hey, when you don't have AC in the house, is 99 degrees inside. Well, I'm sure. You. I'm sure the reptiles appreciate it. Well, you know what the house at hunters don't appreciate? Fucking is 15 minute conversation about a fridge. But I get to the fucking paranormal shit, or maybe it's paranormal that Lena's lived in a house without a fucking ice maker. Who knows? But or, now she has one, so AC. all that's done. Or AC, which I honestly in I think is paranormal. California. Don't get me started. It's it's you nice know. and cool. It's I don't want to. I don't want to panic. I could imagine living in a place in the summertime without AC. That's my first world problems. I would seriously die. That's too hot. That's way too fucking hot. If it goes above seventy two, I get mad. That's how spoiled I am. And I used to work outside. Yeah, I was like, you worked outside. Though. That was a long time ago. In the heat, I'm retired now. Holes in like hundred and twenty degrees because Fresno has a habit of hitting hundred and twenties often. It does. You get baked around here, but you get used to it, and I'm not used to it anymore. So there's that. How's it honors? Let's move on. Lena. So if you do hear some weird noises in the background, it's the kid who loves crushed ice. So I apologize. Anybody who's listened to the show for some time, there's a lot of weird noises in the background. It's usually my kids. They're like, that's the least of our problems. Right. Like, can you just start? Can you just fucking start the paranormal shit already? 
We get it. There's ice now and you're excited. Hey, I'm excited about crushed ice. Seriously. Craft ice from a fucking fridge? I don't oh. have that luxury. Hey, it's not the podcast paying her money for this shit, okay? So no, don't think not. we're making any my money husband, off the podcast. This is all this is all Rick. Like Rick's the man. Rick's his ass off for yeah. this stuff. Rick's the man buying this shit and he isn't has nothing to do with it. In fact, we're in the red. So I might have to get a job with Rick just so I can keep paying for this fucking podcast and buy a fridge with craft eyes. Okay, full circle. So, Lena, kick us off with your first story that is not about a new fridge. Craft eyes. <laughs> Small portion. So this one's in the UK. It's the Bodmin Jail. This jail began in 1770s. It was chronically overcrowded, and so which made them have to extend this jail. So this jail was continuously built from 1770 all the way until they finally closed it in 1927. I was surprised that only 55 people died in this jail. Oh, that's it. Anyway, just 55 55 people people? executed. Execution. Oh. I'm thinking like back in the day, you're thinking like in the night in the 1770s, people are just getting like in movies, people are hung left and right all the time. In these <laughs> so you're thinking that there's more than 55 people being executed. Uh, Houses and Haunters, Lita just confessed to watching movies where people are hung left and right. And take I'm that, talking in take that for what you will. So 1770 to what year again? To 1927. Oh, that's 200 years, 55 people. Now, were they executed or they die? Executed. And now, is that all they're counting or are they counting the people that died too? We are also talking about a time period where it's hard to, you know, keep track of stuff. It's true. Stuff happens. A lot of stuff was swept under the rug. I mean, especially, in, I mean, even up until the 1927, you're still, it's all handwritten paperwork. Like nothing's going to be in, inputted somewhere in this massive cloud like we have today. Yeah, I call bullshit. Like, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're where I'm going. It's more like, 455 people <laughs> they erased that's that for 200 years that's a long time but if that's not if that's a correct number then hey good for them right they're taking care of their prisoners so where are the ghosts kick in they thought it was they said it was not okay for them to hang any more people in public so that's why the last four were done in private you keep saying hung <laughs> in so private so i'm trying to focus on this story it's so it's so there's so much like what is going on it, it i it was just reading the history of a jail in the 1700s it's really weird it sounds like a formula for for some sort of haunting but where's the haunting it's next there's only a specific there's only a couple of people that they have they they like know the history of these ghosts that are in there even though they do hear other things so your first one is going to be matthew weeks was a disabled farmhand who was arrested for murder of what they believed to be his lover. And they found her body slit her throat. They hang him in 1844. 20,000 people turned up to watch this. But they say that it's not him. It's not Matthew Weeks. Who's the person who haunts this ground? It's Charlotte, the ghost of the, the girl, the lady that his lover. Oh, uh, in, a, in a gown and a silk bonnet. And they said she appears on the anniversary of her death. That's unfortunate that she has to. She's the one who comes back. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Like, that's the only time I would be pissed to come back as a ghost. If someone killed me and forced me or or, or the, the powers that be, whatever, forced me to be a ghost in a fucking place I didn't want to be. Right. Prison of all, a, guy, a male prison. Could you imagine being a well, female ghost a male in a male prison. prison? Like, some of these prisons I'm finding happen to be male and female. It's really weird. So I don't know if they had isolations for male and female, but still within the same. God, I hope so. When I was doing research for this, 
I wanted to find a haunted a women's prison, but I didn't want to type women's prison inside my fucking search engine because I didn't want to fuck up my algorithm and get sent all kinds of weird shit. I didn't do it. I, and I was hoping I'd come across something, but I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go in there and type women's prisons. Or, it would have it been bad. So another former prisoner whose spirit actually, they say, is the ghost that's haunting these grounds is Selena Wage, who was arrested in 1878 for the murder of her youngest son, Harry. Uh, so she told the constable that she had been urged to murder her son by her lover, James Westwood. Uh, she said that he promised to marry her if the boy was out of the way. But Westwood denied this allegation, of course, claiming he had nothing to do with it and he had nothing against the boy at her trial unfortunately she was found guilty of doing it all by herself they had requested that she given a lenient sentence since she had taken care of her child up until that moment in time like really good like been a really good mom up until that point up until that one point yeah Yeah. that's what they're saying right i was like oh you murdered your kid that's a a sentence right there but the judge said nope you think and he sentenced her to death august 1878 she uttered her last words, Lord, deliver me from this miserable world. And at precisely 8 a.m., the executioner pulled the lever of the trap and sent her plummeting to her death. Her body, still clutching the white handkerchief, was left to dangle for almost an hour before it was cut down and buried within the prison's ground. Her ghost is the one they think that still wanders the prison, and she tries to reach out to small children who often will ask about the crying lady in the long dress. So this is what I take away from it. This is why I could never be an executioner, aside from the obvious. Um, I was like, wait. Aside from the obvious. Like, if I was an executioner, I would never let anybody complete their thought. (laughs) The last words would be, deliver me from the... And then that would be it. Because, I mean, why? Why why let them have a last thought? There's no point. They also say that pregnant women on the grounds tend to get very, very emotional, especially when they're on the third or fourth floor. Some say that it is Selena, and this is like her projecting her guilt or remorse. Guess what? It is a luxury hotel now. You can go and book a room for $250 a night at this wonderful place. Uh, It's in the UK, though. If I I ever go to the UK, it is actually looks very fancy because I looked it up. I was like, damn, some fancy sherry. So maybe it's one of these things where it's just women that come back because so far you just have two women. Um, yeah, that are ghosts. Well, in this in this jail, yeah. And who are these people? Like, how do you convince someone of doing that or even suggesting it? I can't even get the old lady to agree on dinner sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you? Hey, I'll marry you if you off your kid. They're like, well, okay, I I guess I'll do it. Like, did you forget about La Llorona? No, she came up with that decision herself. Yeah, that was all, all the her stories we read about her are the versions of her stories throughout Germany and all that. And it was very similar to where someone didn't want to be with them because of their kids. So then there, there's a world of difference between someone coming well, to that conclusion themselves and someone saying, Hey, you know what? You look good. I'd marry you if you kill your kid. You know what I mean? Like if you do that, like, I don't know. No, was I, like, I know, but when we did that episode, we went on and we looked into other things that were, related similar around the world and most of them came to this because they were trying to get rid of their kids to marry someone else right they were trying to get rid of their kids but no one said hey his this well, part said, of fucking like a prenup you. Like, 
you got to get. He said, I'm not going to marry you with kids. And exactly. Be like, but nobody okay. said, get rid of him. She's saying that he suggested it to me. So I was like, okay. And then I was a great mom up until the point where I did that. So wrong. Well, you know, she doesn't even deserve to be a ghost. I don't want to go see her. I'd have a lot of choice words for her if I ever saw her. Great story, though. Weird as fuck, but still cool. Would you cut your finger off to marry someone? Because that, I mean, that, I'm just thinking of like worst case scenario for me. Like for me, that'd be the worst thing. It's like, uh, you know, I'll marry you if you get rid of like, say, one of your fingers. Like that's a stipulation. I would never be married. I wouldn't even cut my hair a certain way someone says just because they said it. It's like, nope, ain't doing that. It was your idea. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I'm not gonna, if I'm not willing to do that, then why would I be willing to do anything? These fucking to be people! Married? I swear to God. And that's all I have for the first story. What about you? Okay, this this one's short and sweet. Mostly because I, I couldn't really find a whole lot. But I like the way it sounds. Ghost at the Old Lake County Jail, Crown Point, Indiana. So this facility is believed to be escape-proof upon construction. But the builders were proven wrong when John Dillinger broke out. March 3rd, 1934. The jail remained in operation until the 70s and since undergone a restoration as a historical site. Apparitions have been spotted in cells, doors open and close on their own, flashlights turn on and off, along with footsteps and voices heard by visitors, volunteers, paranormal investigators, and so on and so forth. And don't forget Phantom Inquisitors. Investigators have also witnessed shadow people, orbs, and have picked up many EVPs. Most Phantom Inquisitors feel that this place is the real deal in terms of haunted locations. Some claim to be touched while investigating. Theories as to who these lost spirits are that haunt the jail include inmates who were housed in the jail and passed away, still stuck in the facility almost a century later. Whoever the ghostly residents happen to be, they are not shy to make their presence known. Today, the jail still remains. It sits on the edge of the square of Crown Point. Only downside of this, I couldn't find any real stories based on like who's haunting. And this is why I picked that story. Saw John Dillinger. Because why not? Because at first I thought like, is he the ghost? Is, is John Dillinger, you know, if he can escape all kinds of shit in real life, why can't he fucking escape this place in death? But no, it's not him. Any questions? No, because it was short and it was just, it wasn't like mine. I said way too much. No, no, you, you actually did better than I did. So that was mine, short and sweet. It's been a while. What do you got for number two? Number two. This happens to be one of the largest prisons in Asia. It's a New Delhi's Sihar Jail. The reason why I thought this was so interesting, I found all of these articles on like indianews.com, todaynewsindia.com, like actual like news sources. So this isn't like the star or anything. Like it isn't like some side this is like legit news that I found this information from. It's like the post telling you a ghost story. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I dig it. Right. So this prison, prison. <laughs> so this prison, the Tihar, it's a big prison complex in India. It's one of the largest complex. It, it contains nine central prisons. <laughs> this thing's massive. So this also has male and female uh, stories in it because they do house males and females. One of the problems, though, here is that it's only supposed to have uh, 10,000 people in it. It currently, as of 2019, has 17, over 17,000 people in this jail. So we're talking about a massive overcrowding, right? Holy cow. Yeah. But the, the really interesting thing about this, I thought, is that it's supposed to be a correctional institute. 
so they have stuff like they have education there's supposed to be different skills in it they have a radio station that the inmates put together oh what wait okay so, i know, know it's supposed to be no no i know this supposed no. to be paranormal ghost stories and shit but that's paranormal in itself you have inmates that conduct a radio station that gets broadcast uh-huh. out to the public yeah it's put out. They have musical training sessions in here, so it's really supposed to be a reform. If they have a dating <laughs> service in the jail, I want you to stop with the story, okay? Because I don't need to hear about all that. Because they have everything else. Interesting. Those are some interesting facts, but unfortunately, because of it being overpopulated, we're going to have some issues, right? So oh, yeah. it originally was a maximum maximum security prison, but then it got taken over by the um, National Capital Territory of Delhi. In, in 1984, that's when it, we started getting all these other things that are now happening in it, like your radio that's run by um, inmates. <laughs> Can't get over that. These uh, sightings are recent within the last like couple of years. In the mail section, they say that after 2 a.m., that many of the inmates see black bodies hanging on the grills of the windows. Like a lot of prisoners claim to have seen this, not just one or two. They also hear weird morning and they see dead people. They're seeing like people who have died recently. Wait, are you saying they hear around. weird moaning? Uh-huh. Okay. And then they're seeing like these dead, the people who are dead that they, they know are dead or like they're seeing them in, in the jail cells. These other inmates. They're saying they're seeing so much activity within the last five years because over 32 inmates have killed themselves. Well, that helps with the crowding. There's a specific people that they seen in this jail that hung themselves in uh, 1984 and another person who did it in 2013. They've seen these two people around the prison and a lot of inmates throughout these this whole time period are, are witnessing these. Not just the inmates themselves, but it's the people in control of the jails that are seeing them. Some of the people are now are trying to like, they claim that it's not, it's a hallucination and stuff. So they're like, oh, we're going to give them help. But then on the female side, know. they say that in barracks number six, there are women start screaming and it happens every single night. They're seeing women like mysterious women well and leave the jail cells. So they're like these spirits that they're seeing are like making these noises and they're going in between cells and people are seeing like all these prisoners are seeing it and they're freaked out and they don't know what to do. So whoever... Cool. So whoever, whatever, whatever entity is in this barrack six, it comes and harasses these these poor women every night. I don't like it. Too. They don't like them. They don't like being there. So like, fuck no. it. If I can't rest, neither can you. Yeah. And some are saying that they believe it's some of the women who have committed suicide who were innocent. And now they're stuck here. That sucks. These big national papers and news sources are putting all this information out. Breaking news. Prisoners uncomfortable. Because of ghosts. What should we do? Nothing. They're fucking prisoners. Okay. Are you done? I, I don't see the problem. I think I think it, one hand washes the other. I think it's all going to work out. And that's, that's all I have for my second story. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was more than enough. What's your next story? All right. Uh, let's see. For my next one, I picked one that I knew you weren't going to pick. I picked Alcatraz. <laughs> H- have you been to Alcatraz? I've seen it from afar. I've seen it from San Francisco. So that's a no. You, you've like never been inside of Alcatraz prison. I have. We, we took a trip there like I was a fucking kid, but I've still no, been. No, but you're, you're closer. I'm still, still there. You're not that far away. 
People it's go a from, seven hour fucking drive. People go from LA Fuck to fucking up. San Francisco all the time. When they build a high speed rail, then you could just take like three seconds to get over there. I highly recommend be, going. I don't even know if they do tours anymore. Do they still do tours? Last I checked, no, but oh, that it could have it could have been. Oh, you want to know what I saw when I was there? What? Nothing. I was gonna do a story on a, on one of the famous prisons that I've been to, but I didn't. Well, there's that. I don't know why I did. I was gonna do something really cool, but I didn't. You should have. What famous prison have you visited? The Tower of Terror. London. Isn't that a ride at Disneyland? The London. Um, and it's haunted? Yeah. What did you see? Same thing you saw at Alcatraz. Nothing. Usually I wasn't Alcatraz. there for that long, though. I remember it being really creepy. I wish I kept the pictures. I have no idea what those pictures are. But um, Alcatraz. That's enough about me, right? Alcatraz, San Francisco, California. So with the century-old history of Alcatraz going from ancient Native Americans to Fort Alcatraz to military barracks, this place has fucking been everything, right? Most often known as one of the toughest federal penitentiaries in the nation, nicknamed The Rock, not The Dwayne. Isn't there a movie? There is. There is a movie with Sean Connery as The Rock. And Nick Cage. And Nick Cage? Yeah, he plays like a... He, does he play like a goofy scientist? Yeah, yeah the, the, the bomb. They look like anal beads. They, they, <laughs> they really do. Oh, they, like, well, that's why I was like... <laughs> that's why I always thought, I'm like, why is Nick Cage playing with anal beads? He's like defusing the bomb. <laughs> They were like blowing the dark ones. Save those things, Nick. We'll make something else. But it was a cool movie. That was, a, I think, that was one of the last times Sean Connery was like a tough guy, right? And that was one of the last times that Nicolas Cage played like a fucking submissive, you know, second banana to somebody else. Because now in every movie, Nick Cage kicks ass. I remember it being a good movie. That's all I remember. It was good. Who doesn't like Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Rosanna Arquette. Sorry. That's what it should have been your answer. Are they still married? They're not married anymore, right? Who? Nick Cage Which and one? Rosanna Arquette. Then they get no, divorced. I think so. Didn't he marry Lisa Marie Presley too? I think that was his first collection. He's a big Elvis fan. So, I mean, like, if you really want to collect Elvis shit, like, that's one of the biggest Elvis gets that you can get. So, Alcatraz, often described as a portal to another dimension, is filled with the negative energy of those who came and never left. While this island served as a federal penitentiary, several guards reported extraordinary experiences, including hearing sounds of sobbing and moaning, terrible smells of smoke that often came from a deserted laundry room as if something was on fire. So real that when the guards investigated the black smoke, so thick they could barely see each other in the room. However, minutes later, when they found their way out, all the smoke disappeared. Guards and visitors have also reported about what they call the thing an entity that was said to appear with glowing eyes. Phantom prisoners and soldiers have also appeared before the guards and families who lived on the island. The first and longest serving warden of Alcatraz from 1934 to 1948, uh, James Johnson, who did not believe in ghosts, once encountered the unmistakable sounds of a woman sobbing while leading several guests on a tour of the prison. The cries heard by the warden and the guests were described as coming from inside the walls of the dungeon. As the sobbing stopped, an icy cold wind blew through the group. Since the 1940s, apparitions have been seen at the site of the now burned down shell of what once was the warden's house. During a Christmas party at Warden Johnson's, several guards told the story of a ghostly man who suddenly appeared before them wearing a gray suit, brimmed cap, and sporting mutton chop sideburns. I think that needs to be your new look. 
it, it's seriously fucking get out of my head. It's not fun in there. It's funny you said that because I was thinking like, you know what? I wonder what I'd look like if I just did the mud chops. Like, I, could I get away with it with the old lady? I, I think she'd be there with me. She would hate that so much. She would hate that so much. One time I surprised her with just a mustache. And she fucking threatened to divorce me if I didn't shave that shit. I guess she's like, no, no. Just a whole bunch of no. Which I agreed. It, it wasn't a good look for me at all. My dad rocked a mustache, like just a mustache. And he pulled it off. Like there are My some dad people. didn't, but he didn't pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people who can pull off the mutton chops and pull off the mustache. I'm not one of them. Like it doesn't Rick would work try for me. if he could get away with it. Oh, man, you know, if Rick does it, I'll do it. Rick, come on. You and me, bro. Mutton chops. We're going to do it. Get your wife involved. She's actually right here, and she <laughs> doesn't seem happy about me just having mutton chops. Or just a mustache. Not even acknowledging that I'm I'm speaking right now. She just came in here to get her paperwork and then walk right out. She's like, I no, no. I think she would shave it off in my sleep if I ever did that. See, did you hear that? She would. <laughs> yeah, I, heard it. I know you. Hey, good thing I sleep light. Rick Mutton Chops, me and you, buddy. As the startled guards stared at the apparition, the room suddenly turned very cold and the fire of the stove was extinguished. Less than a minute later, the spirit vanished. A minute for a spirit, that's a long time. I'll just say, it's just long. You heard that, everyone. For a spirit, I've never been a spirit. But to see a spirit for a whole minute, that's a long time. It just seems like a long time. A whole fucking minute, like he's there. That's what I told you. My description of the little kid that I talked to. It was a long conversation. We had a full conversation about why he was inside the house. Why was he on the outside? Where did he just come from? Why are you washing dishes? Yeah, or your I, hands or whatever. I never washed. Ask no, was, anybody. It why was, why are you washing dishes? your hands? Oh, okay. That's I would have right. been excited because then I didn't know what to do dishes. Why are you washing dishes? I'd be like, can you come again tomorrow? The question is, why not wash the dishes? Never bother okay. anybody. If any ghosts want to come and wash my dishes, fucking great. I'm here for it, too. Also, go to Lena's house first. Also, reports of the old lighthouse suddenly appearing on foggy nights, accompanied by the eerie whistling sounds of a flashing green light that makes its way slowly around the island, appearing to both guards and visitors alike. The spectacle vanishes just as suddenly as it appears. When the prison was still open, other guards told of hearing phantom cannons and gunshots, accompanied by the screams that were so real, they would drop to the ground, believing that the prisoners somehow escaped and obtained weapons. After taking cover, the guards would then cautiously look around and see absolutely nothing. These incidents could never be explained. A former guard who worked prison in 1940 reported that the guards often saw the ghostly presence of a man dressed in late 1800s prison attire. On one occasion, when an inmate was locked in the hole, I mean, that sounded dirty that I meant it, he immediately began to scream that someone with glowing eyes was there with him. The 19th century dressed phantom prisoner had become so much of a practical joke among the guards that the convicts' cries of being attacked were ignored. The inmate's scream continued well into the night and then were suddenly replaced by total silence. When the guards inspected the cell the following morning, the convict was found dead. The terrible expression on his face and noticeable handprints around his throat. The autopsy revealed that the strangulation was not self-inflicted. Today's visitors and staff often report cold spots within the hallway of D-Block as well as a sudden intense feeling. 
Cells 12 and 14D are the most active. Cell 14D is often reported to be almost 20 degrees colder than the rest of the cells on the block. And numerous psychics have felt emotionally charged impressions in the corner of the cells, where punished prisoners were known to have crouched and suffered. These cells are so eerie that it is said that some park rangers refuse to go in alone. Honestly, this is probably just part of the crap that goes down in Alcatraz. There are so many stories of ghosts and evil entities and things like that. Yeah. We could have probably done a whole episode on Alcatraz. Yeah, We're not, though. House of Hunters, show still interactive. You can always <laughs> go down to, to the old internet box and find yourself a nice good chunk of information on Alcatraz. I remember going as a kid, so it's, it's still one of my favorite places. So okay. that's it for my number two. What's your what's your last one? My last one. Kind of excited about this one. So I went through and I was like, I really want to pull a, a prison from Australia. I was like, I trying. You wanted to go down under for our for our for our Australian <laughs> listeners. Try saying that five times fast. That's pretty hard. <laughs> so hey, everybody in Australia, this one's for you. We we have house and honors over there, by the way. Well, I found one and I looked up where it was and I was like, oh shit, it's in Perth. I know. An Australian house of honor in Perth. So I hit up Jack and I said, what do you know about this prison? Was she an inmate? No. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it, it's not, not, I'm not saying it's like a slide against her character, but I'm just saying that'd be awesome if she was. Oh, that would have been, right? Work on it. Uh, so she sent me some stuff on it. All right, cool. So you cheated, right? A little bit because she is a house at honor. She's like, I really think that this time period is the story you want. Amazing. Thank you. If you're going to cut corners, these are the best corners to cut because you so, get right down to what the house and haunters want to the local part of it. Exactly. Even the dog agrees. At least someone's dog agrees. <laughs> mine doesn't. Usually he gives zero fucks. So what do we got? So this is Fremantle Prison. Happens to be one of the most haunted places in Australia. This place was built by the convicts. So they had to build the place they were going to live. 1855 is when it finally opened. To think like you're working on this place that you're going to end up spending possibly the rest of your life. Hey, it's going to be the only prison with fucking skylights. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and underground tunnels that lead to the outside world. Unfortunately, it's a prison and there was a lot of stuff that happened. There's... They said there is various tortures that happened, public hanging, floggings, multiple prison breaks. There's riots. There was a big riot in 1988 in within the prison itself. But it didn't last long after that last that last big riot in 1988. It's it was a state funded up until 1991. Closed it and they opened it for tours. This also was uh, built using limestone. Oh, I like <laughs> where this is going. This prison housed majority of the state's murderous thieves. It was also used during both war world wars by the Australian Army as a POW area. So you have all of that. Unfortunately, because of the time period it was built, it wasn't able to accommodate, you know, the whole modern prison management and all of that. So that's why it shut down. The first story I said within what oh, 200 years, it had 44 people, something like that, right? Four, it was like 40. Sure. 40, 40 Damn it, I know it's going to be on the quiz. Right? This one also only executed 44. Oh, the 55 in the first story. Oh, ah, yeah. see, that's that's knowledge applied. So it feels like they, they were killing people faster at this jail with the less time period. Yeah, because they had 200 years to kill 55 people. Oh, excuse me, execute. And this jail had how many years to kill? Um, 85. 1855 to 1991, so 100. About 100 years. Yeah. 40 people in 100 years. Oh, they're picking up the pace. They learned right? from the other jail. 
Exactly. And it closed down, you said, in 87? 91. It had that huge ride in 88. Huge ride in 88. You know, you know why? Because uh, someone wanted to play Wham! And they're like, no! And they riot over who was going to play. Are you proud of yourself with that? I am a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I like Wham! Wham. I didn't say anything about it. It was just if you like the joke or not. <laughs> okay. One of the most popular stories is Martha Renandale. She actually happened to be the last person who was hung in Western Australia, October 6, 1909. She was convicted of murdering several of her husband's children, three of them to be exact. Okay. Arthur, who was 14. Anne, who was seven, and Olive, who was five. She was said to have swabbed their throats with hydrochloronic acid, causing them to swell, unable to eat, and starve to death. There's a special place in hell for her. Right? Fuck, that's that's horrible. And they say they're her husband's children. They didn't say her children, by the way. I picked up on that. You also okay. said several of her husband's children. I'm like, fuck, how many kids does this guy have? He has more kids than Mr. Avila's. There are several sightings of her in the prison chapel window. And you can actually go there and you can see for yourself. There are plenty of pictures of her in this window also. So you can see uh, if you believe these pictures or not. It's (laughs) It's a whole different part of the podcast. (laughs) But they do have different tours. They have a torchlight tour. So it's by torchlight. And you can listen for the voices of three small children who have said to roam the halls of this prison. Three small children in a prison. Do we really think it's three small children that uh, are in this hall? Yeah, and they're not kids. They're not kids. <laughs> you know my thoughts on kid ghosts. Anyway. I know. That's why I said it. So, I was like, they're claiming there's these little children. Exactly. And she didn't kill them in the prison, right? No, no. So, well, there you go. I'm going to haunt the nearest prison because that's what I want to do as a child. And the weird thing is that sometimes when you pick up a child EVP, like, no, I've been a kid. Like, I know you have too, right? There's a good chance that we've all been children. <laughs> Kids don't fucking talk that way. Like, I've never met a kid that talked that way. You know, the way that that ultra cutesy type of fucking people just <laughs> evil things impersonating kids. They're not kid ghosts. Sorry. I know a lot of people think like, oh, it's so cute to kid. And you want it to be a kid. It's not a kid. Chances are it's probably not a kid. Kids don't have unfinished business. So one of the stories that the tour, I like to say, happened to one of the tours. So during the day, there was a mother with a child in a pram. For those Americans don't know what a pram is, that is a stroller. Thanks. (laughs) I thought it was a fish. Yeah, I'm sure you did. When they walked into the gallows, the kid started to scream. And so the tour guide was like, okay, well, you know, you can go ahead and walk out. Like, Invited them to step aside and stay and try to calm down the kid. Calm your entities, kid. Happened a couple times and then finally the kids calm down. The tour guide finally invites him back again and says, like, doing the tour. And the little ba- the little kid really seems to calm down as soon as, he, like, he was kind of, like, calming. But walks into the gowls and then just fully calms down. And he looks up, reaches out, waves and says, bye, bye, bye. And the mom freaked out because... He had never said bye before. And she didn't know what he was waving at. Oh, that was the first time he ever said bye? Yeah. How old is this kid? And then sitting. Like less than a year? Yeah. Fuck, imagine if that was his first word ever. Yeah, I don't know if it was first word. They just said they'd never said bye-bye. Like in sync. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's fucking weird. 
I would not take that kid home. If that was my kid. Yeah, he'd have to stay. Like, you're creeping me out. You're outside. You know, I'm sorry. This this it's not this relationship's not going to work out. But you know, the good news is that we've only been together less than a year, so we're not that attached to each other. I hope it works out for you. And then you you just leave. The tour guys so felt uncomfortable weird. after that. So that's just one story. There's a bunch more stories. They say that there's a lot of activity in the room where they did a lot of executions and um, unnatural sensations that are being felt in them. In the main cell block, there is a lot of strange occurrences. They have poltergeist activity. People see black shadowy figures, even full body apparitions. They pick up on strange smells. Seen unexplained beams of light and even heard voices when no one's around. There is uh, Jack, the library ghost, who brushes <laughs> up on his favorite books. He loves, he's uh, just one of two older guys that room that cell, that, that whole area. There is the roundhouse, which is one of the oldest surviving buildings constructed in 1830. Their first legal execution was in 1844 when a 15-year-old John Gavin was convicted of killing the son of a farmer who owned the farm where he was working. After his execution, the body was buried in an unmarked grave in the Sand Hills. And it's rumored that the noises that you hear around that farmhouse are of John protesting his innocence. I didn't do it. <laughs> Let me out. You said the first legal execution? Uh-huh. This is, this is the best thing and worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> At one point, they're like, hey, guys, look. You know, we got to make this all on the up and up. Okay, so the next execution, we got we got to do it right. We got to put this one on paper. Imagine how many illegal executions they had. Well, back in the day, like executions were the thing. They're like cable TV. Yeah, they would people way. out there watching it with kids and stuff. I know how it is. I've seen tutors. They go out there with the kids and stuff, and they would like execute them, and the people would cheer. Did you watch the tutors? I told you I tried to watch it. it. It's it's the same thing, potato potato. I mean, it's <laughs> um, back in the day, like way way back when they had fucking executions. They do, the families were out there. It doesn't matter what country you're in. They fuck. They did it here in America, like in the what the, the early part of the 1900s. The Western. Yeah, let's hang them, and they would all go out and hang. And Paul, can I go watch you with the execute? Whatever the fuck they would say. My kids, I could imagine going. Hey, dude, you want to go watch an execution with me this weekend? If you're not doing anything, let alone taking my nine year old to go watch somebody swing, it's just fucking weird. And I guess they people owe oh, different times back then, but like there was no, I guess morals were different. Like, I don't know. How does that work? Dad, I'm having nightmares of watching that man die again. No, oh, suck it up, son. You'll be fine. So does that mean that we're softer compared to the people of the 1920s? When they yeah. All this shit. Okay. Well, that's how it works now. See? I'm okay with it. Every, every generation gets witness. a little lighter. I don't need to witness someone die in front of me like that. Oh, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm okay with being softer like that. I totally agree with you on that part. I'm glad we got away with that part. I'm glad we have cable now. I can see why baseball was America's pastime like, compared to everything else they fucking had before. But not right. a knock against baseball. I like baseball too, but I'll just face it. It's not really that exciting at times. I'll give it that. All right, let's, let's move on because I'm getting a little weirded out about kids watching fucking executions and shit and illegal executions at that. You picked up on the... I, can, you, I couldn't help it. I just, I just You know, brush that under the fucking rug. My dog agreed with you, by the way. Did you hear that? Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jack the Librarian. That is a fucking great ghost name. 
Like, I want to be the something. I want to be Chris the something. You got to figure out what that is. Because right now, I really don't do anything. I don't want to be like, oh, Chris the, the podcaster. Like, that sounds so lame as a ghost name. I want a good ghost name. Like, maybe before I die, I'll be like a mechanic. So it'll be like the ghost, <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris the mechanic. Look, I'm just throwing shit out. Okay. See what sticks. I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep on going. No, I'm, I'm done with my last story. So oh. that was, oh. Oh, okay. We're done. I didn't know. But that was just, wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of unpacking that story. So who do you have to thank for Jack. filling my head with all this bullshit? Hey, Jack, thanks a lot. I'll never be the same. I'm thinking that Jack gave you this information because of Jack the Librarian. Either way, good on you. You got my wills going. That's okay. He'll forget. <laughs> At the end of this recording. Forget, forget what? Exactly. No, but good job. Thank you very much, Jack. Uh, our house is honor from Australia uh, for bringing all this information and helping Lena cheat on her research. Thanks a lot, Jack. Or is it Jack the Librarian? Which sounds dirtier than I meant it. <laughs> it sounds so dirty. Jack means different things to different people. What is your final story? The one you said was the best of your stories. Okay. So my final story is the Wyoming Territorial Prison. Here we go. So it was built in 1873 after the expansion of the railroad, which brought a flood of unsavory characters to the area. And the facility's main claim to fame is the incarceration of Butch Cassidy. House of Honors, if you have not seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, I highly recommend it. It's an older movie. It's so long. Uh, but it's it's a really good one. Robert Redford and Paul Newman. I mean, come on. Paul Newman. All right. So uh, calm your head, Steve's lady. Let's uh, let's bring your temperature down a little bit. And let's go right back into the story again. Why do that? Just kidding. <laughs> We're done. That's all you had to say was Paul Newman. I'm done. <laughs> Google yeah. it. You have to Google it. He did fucking everything. Race car driver. He did. And he stayed married to the one, his one wife. Like he had one wife, stayed married to her the whole time. It's cheaper to keep her. That's oh, good yeah. advice. That's good advice for anybody. How's it honors? He, he, had to, he, he didn't believe me. We should have a podcast called Personal Stories and then just like air people's laundry. That'd be really good. Different names. Yeah, fuck it. Keep the same name. You only know if you listen. We'll look for that later on. How's it honors? We'll, ways we'll be like Dragnet. Saw. The names have been changed to protect the not so innocent. All right. So since it housed well over a thousand inmates during its operation, there's no surprise that ghostly activity is happening. The most talked about ghost is said to be the spirit of Julius Greenwelch, who was incarcerated for the murder of his wife. As to the reason why Julius Greenwich was locked up for all those years, well, the story goes that he landed himself in prison when he went to his favorite brothel, gets better, and found his beloved wife working at the establishment. I'm going to let that hang out there for a little bit. Oh, I got it. They're both messing up. Well, they both have their issues, right? Because he's going to I mean, a but brothel. she's bringing in money, though. He's spending it. Oh, she's valid, it valid. In. Imagine going to your favorite. And it's funny because he has a favorite brothel, favorite which means brothel. he goes that's to a, a lot like, of them, right? Oh, that's, I got that. That's what I was like. Favorite. Favorite. He's favorite tried brothel. them out. Yeah, he's, he's tried, tried out a bunch. He's like, the one down the street, I really don't recommend. But this one here, this they, they have they have the best. It's like, it's like your favorite Mexican restaurant. Like, that's what he's like. You mean my mom's house? <laughs> It's my favorite. Your, your mom's house is your favorite. Mexican my mom's restaurant. house is my favorite Mexican restaurant because one, the food's good, and two, it's free. There's a cost, but it's not uh, monetary. So that aside, that, save that for the other podcast. You go to your favorite brothel and you find your wife working there. Now you can bite the bullet and say, you know what? I'll just I'll stay. We've both been caught. 
So what worse can happen? You know, the, and then you, you proposition your wife because she's working there and she's like, I'm not going to give you a family discount. Like I can imagine that's when it happened. Like that's what set him off. That's when he's like, you know what? She's got to go. I mean, would you though? It, let's, let's put it this way. If Rick was I mean, working at a brothel and then you walked in cause you're a frequent of brothels as we all know. And, and he's there and you're like, Hey, how much for this? And he's he gives you the standard rates, right? And you're like, buddy, where's my discount? And he won't give you one. Like, do you get mad? Not only that, he'd be like, there's a line. Like, you gotta take your number. Like, you're not gonna, like, it would be that on top of it because it's rich. You're not my first appointment today. He has a big fan base. We're gonna leave it at that. But yeah, you're not the first one in line. So you're, let's, let's say you're number six. Like, do you get offended or do you think, wow, he's making money because he's in demand? A little of both. A little of both. Okay, I'm there. I'm there with you. A little of both. Offended because now I have to wait. Now I'm not. I've got sloppy second, third, fourth, fifth, and now I'm sixth. You're going to a brothel. There's nothing fresh. Oh, that sounded yeah, horrible. Like, Why didn't you tell me this sooner? Why didn't you tell me you worked here? I would save us both the embarrassment. Do you think that she knew that was his favorite brothel and that's why she started working there? That's a great question. How do you, you work at a place know- and not know that your husband goes there? Oh, better question. Was she a prostitute before she started working there? And then she went back into it. Yeah. Because- so in which case he would have known. So why do all that stuff? They say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Not, not my words. That's just what I've heard. If she's doing this type of work when he meets her and then she's like, I'll quit. And then he goes to her job and she's doing it again. I mean, you can't really blame her. She's making money. It's not as if she's like a crackhead. Yeah. She's not asking you for money. Like she's not yeah. like, give me my money, bitch. And, uh, yeah. Like, like you said, you'd be asking her for money. So you go and turn around and spend it. See, there's another fucking dead road right there. Cause it's like, you go to your wife and you're like, Hey, I'm short five bucks. And she knows where you're going. And it's like, do you really want to pay your coworker? Essentially, no, that's what I'd you're doing. Like- Don't go to Janice. She has chlamydia, helpful hints, insight, trade secrets. Syphilis. Yeah. Apologize. That's any always- Janice's that may be out there. I don't know. I just picked a name. Do you think that when he shows up and she sees him, she's like, oh, you don't want to eat here. I work here. Trust me. You don't want to eat here. Sorry. It had to be done. I'm just going to move on. So the story goes, uh, he landed himself in prison because he went to the brothel. He found his wife working there. In a fit of anger, he shoots and kills his wife and sentenced to the territorial prison in September of 1897. Mr. Grimwell, while alive and serving time, was known for making cigars so this guy must have been like a one silver tongue devil. So Julius was able to <laughs> talk the pres- the prison officials into letting him set up a cigar making enterprise while behind bars before dying of a heart attack a few years later. But still, he was able to say, hey, you know, like I'm not doing anything else. Do you mind if I make some cigars? And they're like, sure, go for it. I think that's pretty cool. Fucking story. It was just great. It just kept getting better and better. So Julius still haunts the place uh, where he spent his final days. Uh, the scar maker enjoys uh, making his presence known by playing pranks on employees and contractors of the prison. While uh, the building was being renovated nearly 100 years after the passing of Julius, uh, hammers, saws, and drills would go missing or be found in odd places. I know what that's like. I know you do too. He also appears in front of small groups of tourists and staff when they are near where his cell once stood. So I guess where his house was was at one time. Mm-hmm. Often leaning in the doorway for a split second before disappearing. So he makes himself known. He's like, boom, here I am. I killed my wife and I make cigars. So Julius will also 
make an appearance to anyone when mm-hmm. they try to sleep in the building. It is said that he will wake them up and make them uncomfortable when they try to sleep. Uh, the strong smell of cigars <laughs> is always present when he's around. So if you're in the territorial prison and you smell cigar smoke, I just remember that it is a state historic site and smoking is not permitted. It's just Julius saying hello from beyond the grave. So this whoremonger went to prison for killing his wife and he set up a cigar shop. Sometimes you fail upwards. That whole spotting your old lady at a brothel was just awesome for me. Like, yo, you work here? Imagine that. Like, that's great. Do you think she walked up to him and said, hey, come here often? Stupid. All right, that's enough of that. Okay, so that that's my last one. To me, that was the best one. I say the best for last. I like that one. That was really good. I wonder if he was a cigar maker before he got locked up. You didn't look into it? Uh, why would I? And it wasn't, wasn't important. Just an afterthought. I actually just thought of it right now. Okay. Before either one of us go seek uh, employment at any brothels, we have other things to take care of. And I know it's been a while, but how's it, Haunters? Every week, except for the time that we weren't doing this, Lena frantically searches the internet, doing all our haunt girl shit, to bring you everything paranormal in. Okay. I just know I'm here to torture Chris <laughs> for this part. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh, it's already accomplished. Thanks. <laughs> I haven't even started already. <laughs> Before we even started recording, like we were done, we were already there. Now, unfortunately, I saw this and I'm like, oh, okay, hopefully it's been a little bit of time. So it's not going to bring back any bad memories for Chris. There is a family whose house is haunted by their old Chihuahua ghost dog. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Okay. Like, I welcome that. Like, for me, that would be great if I saw Luke, like, running around everywhere. So they say that they can hear his claws in the hallway. So they hear him running around. My dog does it all the time. Walking so around in high heels. Right. <laughs> I guess I can picture Luke walking around in high heels. <laughs> hey, you know what? We all have our different kinks, hey, okay? Leave the boy alone. He alive. liked it all, so I'm not jealous. I just could see him. He, 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 he was. He would that yes. like no other. He worked it. <laughs> He'd be the best <laughs> dog working it, too. <laughs> like, uh-uh. So there's a family. It's a mom, dad, and the, the daughter. They hear the dog. And one time. She saw the daughter was getting uh, some water when she was going to bed. And she looked over and she thought she saw a little dog. So she went to pick it up because like they have another dog in the house also. And she went to pick it up and she said she kind of fell because <laughs> she went to go pick it up and there was nothing there. So she, she just fell tumbled right over. That's great. Did she do a flip like a somersault? <laughs> that's my picture in my mind. Like you bend down to pick a phantom thing up and then you just tumble right over. So the dog she thought it was, she saw that was asleep in the bed. So she's like, what was it that I saw? The mom says she's the biggest skeptic. But the one thing that did startle her was she saw a little white ball float down the hallway. And she thought it was just, you know, a prank or imagination. But then she heard what sounded like a dog coming to the couch. And then you heard a jump. It happened to be right next to where the little dog used to sit all the time, like jump up to the couch to sit. She said it was just way too perfect for it to not be something. Interesting. So she's got uh, her dog's ghost that hangs out with her. It's the father's dog, too. The father's dog. Ooh, that, the poor dog. The dog hit, died that, two years ago. That hits different with me right now. <laughs> I, that's why I was trying not to say that, but I was like, it's not. It's of course not. I'll, I'll just lead with this. My first story. What's the, what's the worst that could happen? If you think about it, like a ghost pet is a perfect pet to have because you don't have to worry about feeding it. Picking up shit. 
Or yeah, there you go. Picking that stuff up too. I like it. I dig it. I'd like to see him before any fucking weird like entities or shit hear this and like <laughs> we're gonna go to Chris's house because he wants to see like we'll fuck with him. No, it doesn't work that way. I want to see Luke again. Next story. London's Underground, which is the spookiest station, but now they kind of know why it's the spookiest station. There is a known entity that haunts this area, and they say that this one is seen floating around in traditional theater garment. They say this one is Frances. She's the star of, well, she was one of the stars of a show in the late 19th century at the Royal Strand Theater, which is just uh, around the corner from where this person haunts. They said that she died because she's devastated over her career terminating alongside the closing of the theater. She was so sad that after that, she went down there and started harassing people, tormenting other people because she's tormented. Why why is she going to allow anyone else not to be right? Is it before she died or after she died? After she died that she went down there. Oh, okay. I thought she was alive and going down there and going, fuck you guys. That would have been a better story. The creepy part of this story. So that's just one, right? In 1830s, there was a man who charged London. There was a man who charged Londoners a large sum of money to organize the burial of their loved ones at the local church. Well, what did he do with these bodies? I can't wait. He dumped the corpse in a pit that is mere meters from one of the platforms. Solid plan. So, can you imagine like all of these dead bodies within meters of this platform? Right. <laughs> It's not funny, but I'm laughing. Oh, they see a lot of different men in uniform from that time period. They also um, insist the sounds of human singing, scents of cigarette smoking and perfume, and human chattering around the tracks. There's also a huge difference between fresh cigarette and cigar smoke and old, stale, clinging to walls. Yeah. Okay. Dog having a dream? That's cool. That's staying in. <laughs> She's like running right now. Like. How weird. I wonder if I do that in my dream. Like run and talk. I'm going to have to ask the old lady. All right. What else you got? Felled mouth ghost haunts walkers by telling them to fuck off. Nice. You don't hear a whole lot of curse words when you hear EVPs and stuff. So for right. a ghost to say fuck off, I, I dig that. Um, He's mad about something. This, this is a, the site of an 18th century murder in Somerset. There's a what they call a dead woman's ditch. A ghost is uh, famously known for haunting this beautiful spot. But recently, she's uh, she's starting to say it a lot more to people. <laughs> I report a woman in white screaming at them with felt mouth rants. Spotted at dead woman's ditch in Somerset. That is awesome. She getting fed up. She getting tired of it. I, I can understand. Good for her. One person said that they also have seen what looks like a tall figure with a long dark coat on the outside of the pub on the edge of the road. And when he checked back, there was no one there. So that seems to be a little hot spot right here for some some activity. Imagine if you got told off by a ghost. Like if a ghost, a woman ghost comes up to you and screams, fuck off. That'd be great. I'm down for that. I want to see the ghost. I don't care what they I'd say. I'd start laughing. I'd be like, well, no yeah, I, I, I would just think it was great. If I could capture that video and everything. So awesome. It depends what I'm doing though. 
Like, I don't want to be asleep and be told to fuck off. Well, no, I'm saying if you're out out and about in the world. I hope she does it when these people are having, like, the best time ever. A dead woman's ditch. It's supposed to be a very beautiful spot. Imagine taking your date there. It's like a romantic spot. That's when she shows up and tells you both to fuck off and just, like, completely ruins (laughs) your evening or whatever you're having. That's great. She should keep doing that. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally here for it. We support it. If you can hear us, it's probably not. But if you can... Maybe she's a listener. We don't know. That'd be great. Keep on, keep on doing what you do. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. There's a phrase that needs to come back. I don't even know where that came from. Into. The seventies. That's where it came from. It came I'm from saying 70s. that. Why I even said it? We're bringing it back. House and honors. Keep okay. on trucking. All right. What else? Yeah. A UK woman claims annoyed ghost throws toys around, terrifies workers at her pet shop. How do you get toys at pet shop? Dog toys? Yeah. Like dog pet toys. toys. Pet toys. Forty-three year old. I was Rebecca. thinking like He-Man. Like action figures. <laughs> 43-year-old Rebecca Hartton runs a pet shop named Hardy's Pets Shop. Clever. In England. The shop was open two years ago, and Rebecca claims that some weird and unexplained incidents started happening around two months of opening the shop. She mentioned she got complaints from her customers being tugged and witnessed animals freaking out while they entered the shop. Things started to move and fall. There would be customers, and they would just say they were, like, being tugged. Or they would spin around and no one would be there. Others uh, would swear that they had seen a shadow. Rebecca would claim that customers said orbs would start following them. As a result of all of this, some of her workers are terrified to go in the back room. She says that stuff will fall off the shelves out of nowhere. And we just stand there looking at each other and these shelves are stable. This one time Rebecca said she found a toy on the floor when they opened. She went to check her CCTV footage and saw the toy being flung and spun in the air. By itself? Yep. Okay, that makes by a difference. Itself. All by itself. All by itself. All by itself. I want to work here. So she called her, and this is what they called it, not what I called it. I'm calling it, but she called her local Ghostbusters. Oh, God. It, that's what they called it throughout the whole entire um, article. It's local Ghostbusters. And after their investigation, they claimed the shop is haunted by a male ghost who is annoyed that the workers are there. He's so annoyed that he picks up toys and spins them around. I think, I think he has other issues. He is the most passive-aggressive ghost I've ever heard about. Where is this place? England. Oh, fuck. Well, I can't go. Are you are you going for a theme? Because this is all pets. No, the next one is not pet-themed at all. all right. Are you ready for the next one? I was born ready. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. I gotta ask my mom. I'm getting married to a ghost. It's a pirate but ghost? But my dead lover is a real... Groomzilla. What the fuck does that mean? Seriously, what the fuck does that mean? I read that again. Groomzilla? Pass. Can we skip over this one? No. Does that mean like he's difficult? Like, like, yes. Oh, like Bridezilla? Yeah. I mean, really, if he's having a problem with anything, as long as if he can do anything about it, he's dead. Um, 38 year old singer and songwriter from Ox. Jesus, I can't even say it. It's because you should. I can fucking go through this. A 38-year-old singer fell in love with Eduardo, the ghost of a Victorian soldier, last year after he appeared in her home. Like any other couple, they have their ups and downs, but now they're set for marriage. Is this down six feet? (laughs) Although they're still arguing over wedding dates, they're hoping to find a venue for summer of 2022. Yeah, I'm looking and, forward to that, too. And Eduardo and I are currently arguing over the wedding dates. I want summer wedding, but he hates the heat. I secretly Because he's from hell. He's like, it's hot where I live, too. 
Oh, no, wait, it gets better. It can't get any worse. They are having problems trying to get priests to marry them. She has went through several churches and priests, and no one is willing to marry them. See, this is the problem paranormal news, this story right here. Okay, for weeks, we are fighting, so I'm going to design a Ouija board dress for the wedding. What does that have to do with it? Like, really, I, if, I was, if I was him... <laughs> And I was a ghost, and my my living bride wanted to wear a Ouija board dress. I would think she was cheating on me. So he has a list of demands. Don't Eduardo, exercise me. Eduardo's always had a temperamental nature, but the nuptials seem to be bringing out the worst in him. The pair communicate through unique methods, with the ghost sending cryptic messages in the shower. She's finding the venue Really tricky to find. Eduardo is desperate. He wants one of his fellow soldiers to be his best man. <laughs> but apparently, he went to hell in 1875 for running an opium den and hasn't been reachable since. Yep. There, there are so many obstacles over when marrying a dead man. The guest list includes King Henry VIII, Johnny Cash, and many others. Oh, shit. Dead okay. celebrities. Right on. She said that she was proposed to last year, claiming she found a diamond ring on her pillow and seen a question mark appear in the steam after she had a shower. Hopefully these two live happily forever. <laughs> I don't know why you say that because one's dead. You could say ever after. Ever after? Yeah, you could say ever after because that has nothing to do with life. Happily ever after life. I, I, I don't doubt that she believes this. <laughs> oh, she does. I read. Oh, this is this is the highlights of her article. She Are has pictures. She's she's fully out there. She's not hiding it. Well, let's let's look at it this way. We've we've talked to people who had experiences with ghosts, and just because her experience is funny doesn't mean it's not her experience or not an experience. You know as well as I do, there are people that just take shit too far. If they're willing to embellish on a friendship with living people, why wouldn't they embellish on a, an experience they had with a dead person? She's probably just being haunted, and she's reading more into it, and. The poor ghost is like, I, I don't want to get married. Like, that's not even my intention. I was just here to look at you for a while or maybe haunt you or move some shit around. And now you want to tell everybody we're getting married. What the fuck's that about? Like, it happens sometimes. You know, it, you see movies about it where the guy's like, hi, you're pretty. And she's like, oh, you want to marry me? Maybe that's where she's going with this. I don't know. It just This is all her problem. That's, that's the way I see it. This is all her problem. Poor guy just wants to haunt people. I can see this happening to me. That's what I was going to say. Are you <laughs> taking offense because that's what you figure is going to happen to you? Well, I'm taking a stance is what I'm doing. I'm not really offended. I'm taking a stance. I'm looking out for all of those male ghosts. Brothers, we have to stick together. Once you're dead and you just want to go about haunting girls or guys or whoever you want to haunt. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to get married. Like, no, that's not what I was implying. I just wanted to haunt you for a little bit. And then leave. A <laughs> one-night stand sort of haunt, if you will. Yeah, this poor thing, she just has issues. That's all. But I wouldn't doubt that she's being haunted. The diamond ring, I, I kind of want to call bullshit. But maybe she saw something in the steam on the shower. and Like, that could be real. Could be. I don't know. That's her story. Let her tell it. I, I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? If they say they see a dead guy, you know, then that's what you see. I, I can't take that away from you. Congratulations to the bride and groom. I hope they find a place where they can tie the knot and live together for the rest of their years, or at least hers. <laughs> Do you think when she dies, he's going to move on? Find a newer and younger version. Can they say till death do us part? 
Because he's already dead? I have no clue. Till death do you part. And then, yeah, he'd move on. Oh, at least we know they won't procreate. All right, what else yet? Chris, did you check your mail? Is it time to check the email? Now let's talk about the mail. Can you talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? It is. All right, so... I only have one. Okay, good. Because after that fiasco, I don't think I can deal with it anymore. This one is a live photo, and they're asking, is that a ghost in the red dress moving behind the tombstone? No. So, if you go down, there is a video. It moves weird. It does. It does move weird. Kind of has a see-through appearance to it. Yeah. Could be faked. I look at this and I, t- I, I take a few things into consideration. Like one, is there a reason why a lady would be wearing a red dress in the cemetery? Right, like that. Is it part of the fashion? I don't know. What gets me is that it, is how it moves. Mm-hmm. But I will say it might not be a dress. What if it's um, – where is this place at, first of all, before I say anything? Silver Terrence Cemetery, Virginia City, Nevada. Because of the glance, I wasn't thinking lady in a dress. I was thinking more like uh, like something from the clergy, like maybe like a bishop or something. I look at this, and I think that's really cool, and that's all I, I can say. Cool. If it's a ghost, I can see that. Somebody's like, that's definitely a ghost. I can see that. I can see why somebody would think it's paranormal. The movement is just weird. How's it on? If you want to go check this out, it's worth a look. It's on New Country 991. One.com and the article is called Live Photo. Does a ghost in a red dress move behind a tombstone? And just to get a glimpse of how this thing moves, it's worth it because it is it is creepy. Mm-hmm. It is creepy. I feel creeped out by the way it looks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, anything can be fake nowadays. So you have to just take okay. everything with it with a grain of salt. Don't buy into any, everything houses honors. Don't buy into what people say. <laughs> Don't buy into what you see. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, you never know. All right, so what else you got? Entertainment news. Oh, yeah. Entertainment A couple of things for entertainment news. The first one, um, Mike Flanagan. The Fall of the House of Usher officially began production at the end of January. Is an Edgar Allan Poe adaptation. This is a Netflix production. So we know Netflix does really good productions when they allow their people to do what they want to do. Eh. And what do you tell me about talk crap of people be sponsors? Uh, that was Chris. Netflix, not Lena. Hey, I told Netflix <laughs> one of my great ideas. They'll pick up on it. They don't care what I say about them. There's no exact time frame for the series release, but the Netflix series is supposed to be part of the Midnight Club, which is supposed to be released later this year. I'm all for the paranormal <laughs> shit. So they, they put it up. I'll watch it and then I'll decide afterwards if it's good. See, that's why I need to get oh. in talks with Netflix. Devil's Nightmare reboot. Netflix, let's get on it. This movie begs to I be I can see redone. Netflix going on something like that, though. I really could. They, they need to. They need to. I'll direct it for free, Netflix. Just put my name out there. Just put my name out there. That's it. I'll do the, I'll do all this shit for you. Pay for everything. Don't pay me. I'll do it for free. And we'll get um, Zendaya's and everything. Is she free? We'll get her to play the lead. I don't I don't know. She is a good actress. So she, she is. She is. Them. Crazy stuff. So. She does, and this is this would be one of them. Maybe we'll put Adam Sandler, and he's in all of Netflix's shit anyway. So, all right, what else? You- Next, when ninety kids can rejoice because Goosebump is officially returning to the small screen. Uh, Disney Plus is going to carry the series Goosebumps. They say, according to Variety, 
This show is going to be centered around five high schoolers who unleash the supernatural forces upon their town and must all work together despite their rivalries and other friendship issues in order to save the town. I remember watching Goosebumps with my kids, so I'm I'm down for it. Can't say I'll go watch it by myself. All right, so what else you got? MovieWeb.com gave a list of the best horror movies on Hulu. So they gave eight. Horror? Horror. Oh. All right. So what's what's the top eight? Am um, I guessing? Is this is this part of a game? It's play time. Let's play game time. Yay! All right. Let's go. Okay. So on this game, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you a name of a movie, and you're gonna have to be able to place it on the list. So there's eight movies that are currently playing on Hulu, and you are going to have to tell me what number they are. Okay. I just saw this movie and I was a little bitch about it because at first I thought it was, spoiler alert, humans killing kids. In reality, it was not sinister from 2012 with Ethan Hawke. What number on the list do you think it is? Sinister, one out of eight. eight uh, one being like number one and eight being like number eight, right? That's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just making yeah. sure that's right. I would say Sinister is probably at number three. Holy shit. Are you looking this up? No. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. Sweet. The iconic 1980s independent slasher movie, Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. It's not one of my favorite movies, but I do like it because it is the original. Uh, One through eight, I would say Friday the 13th, the first episode falls around number six. You are so close. Seven. Oh, I was going to say seven at first. I, I was going to say seven, but I gave seven. it the benefit That's of the doubt. Like. I stand by six, though. All right, seven. So it's number seven. 2017, the survival horror movie, 47 meters down. I don't know what happened to me right now, but for some reason, I thought like 2017 was the future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not even there yet. I can be, okay, I don't know. I didn't see it. Sounds like a crappy movie. I see number eight. No, they're saying it's number four. I never saw it either. Okay. I I just want to say that that I was correct. Perfect. And and they are completely wrong. Because Friday the 13th is way better than that movie on paper. All right. So we'll, we'll, I I guess it's their list. Hulu, get your shit together. Okay. Next movie is The Crazies. It's a sci-fi horror classic. It's also, they say, a remake. Yeah. Uh, the crazies. It wasn't that great. It was okay. It wasn't that great. We'll we'll put that at number eight. You gotta get one of these right again. <laughs> Perfect. I was right, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The haunting, the nineteen ninety nine version. The haunt. I always get these two confused because I know the haunting and there's the haunting of Hill House. Two movies so, that were remade in in the nineties, but were actually a lot better back in the sixties when they were originally made. Yes. Which one is the Chris Kattan bullshit? Do you remember that he did? He was in one. It was horrible. That was the ha- that was the Hill House, right? The Haunting is with uh, Catherine Zeta. The 1999 version with Catherine Zeta Jones and Lee he has Nielsen. skills. Well, I'll say it's number seven because it's not that great. But they went and put it at number two. Okay. Yeah. I, I know I was wrong and they're wrong. It's not number two. It, it what well, is number two? But it's number two in a different way. Okay. Next one, Lights Out, 2016. Okay. I just saw this movie. I was not impressed. 
Really? I kind of dug it. It was it was like a cutesy type of I don't know super horror type. Yeah, it, it was it, it was. It had like that fun happy ending. That's why I like Sinister because it wasn't that fun happy ending. It yeah, had that like, dark, like darker happy endings. That well, sounded weird. When it's but, paranormal, you don't get that closure. Paranormal isn't a complete just not all the time. Box and that's what it fits in. You you can give a happy ending, but it has to be done right, which right. also sounds really dirty. Uh, that takes the number five spot. So close. What? That was six. I thought six was already taken. Oh, no, that's yeah. right. No, I guess six. That's right. You said yeah. six, but it wasn't six. That's right. It was seven. Okay. So, which means there's only two more spots left. So, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1956 oh, version. Oh, wait. That's oh, older. Classic. That's or the, the World, World War Z 2013 with Brad Pitt. Okay. The old body snatchers is is still good it's still a fun watch it's, it's a cult yeah it's a classic it's a cult classic still a fun watch i will i like the donald Sutherland. but that's my favorite body that, snatchers I like that one. yeah that one's a good one um, i do like the original me too I'm, I'm a sucker for originals me too me too it's it's uh but the the remake the sutherland remake is is uh i say they did it better uh, like you couldn't you couldn't do an invasion of the body snatchers now and have it better than Donald Sutherland's performance no, in Invasion no, of the Body Snatchers. Absolutely, I agree. yeah. I felt it when he at the end when he was like, "Oh, like that was like, oh man." Spoilers, I know. How old is that? Like it was seventy, right? Like it's it's like older we than me. If you haven't fucking too. seen it by now, then that's not my problem. We just watched it. It's a great movie. Is this why you were texting me some fucking out of the blue movies? Like I'm having problems with this movie, and I'm. I was like, what the hell? Are you on a marathon or something? But I was like dealing with some other shit. Yeah, so I it really, was, it I was for this. Oh, yeah. Now, I now was the, preparing why, for it. why didn't you tell me you were preparing for the episode? I would have been like a, more into the text messages. I was really, if you're busy, if you're not like, I could tell when you're busy and you're not busy. You're not busy. You're going to respond with some like smart ass extras besides <laughs> just being a smart ass. Like it's just, you're, you are just a, like a basic smart ass. So I was like, oh, he's busy. If you would have had smart ass with extras, then I'd be like, okay, I'll tell you stuff. I was but busy. you're busy. And that house and honors is friendship. That's, that's when you know your role. You need to step off for a little bit. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the same for you. Okay. So I'll say this. World War Z was really good. And when they said they were going to do a part two, I'm like, if you don't have Brad, then don't fucking do it. I dug it. It was it was really cool. You know, it was, it was I don't a think I saw it. nice I twist on a zombie movie. There's some things that are cringy. They're like, eh, do they really do that? If memory serves, it really wasn't more zombies. It was people going mad. Eventually they died, but they still kept going, uh, which is everybody's no bueno. goal, right? No bueno. That's why I didn't watch it. Oh, I know. I know how you feel about zombies and stuff like that, which is why I say you need to watch it. This list doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm going to put Body Snatchers as number one. Brad Pitt is number five. So that that's Brad my answer. Brad Pitt number five? Yeah. Invasion Body Snatchers number one? Yeah. And you would be incorrect. Yeah. Or would I be correct? Well, I mean, to your <laughs> own version. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, so World War Z is number one. World War Z, go watch that movie. Like, seriously, go watch that movie. I know how you feel about zombies. Go watch the movie. It's going to happen anyway. I know. That's what scares me. Just let it go. Prepare yourself. (laughs) Embrace the world that it's going to... 20 years from now, zombie apocalypse. Fingers crossed. (laughs) All right, House and Honors. That's the end of the game. I believe that I won. (laughs) And if you would like a little something from uh, 
the House of Hunting podcast. Send me an email, Chris at houseofhunting.com, and tell me what your number one movie would be. And if I agree with you, I'll send you something. Or if I agree with them. No, mostly me. <laughs> Lena is not allowed to have an opinion until she watches World War Z. All right, so what else you got? Next and last part, updates. We have talked about Sims 4. Well, they have now put out how you can become a ghost without having to get the paranormal path. So there's different ways that you can go about doing it. If you're into it, they have some cheat codes out there. There's also some really weird stuff. There's a way to like befriend the ghost that comes from the urn. Like, you know, when the person dies and you keep the urn. Yeah. There's a way you're supposed to be able to befriend them. Sweet. You can also find ghosts that are out and about town in your Sims town. You like if you could be a paranormal inquisitor and walk around and get (laughs) ghosts. So the Sims 4 has fairies, werewolves, and other things like mermaids and ghosts. That's cool. Most ghosts ghosts aren't playable creatures, but there are ways you can control or become ones. So now I need to play Sims 4. They have like a whole list of um, controls and cheat codes to get your character to do all of that stuff. House Honors, if you're curious of all these cheat codes, and I know I am, because I think I'm going to play some Sims 4 just so I can like fuck around with some ghosts and shit. So check out our Twitter. Find it there. Our last story, our last story and update for Paranormal News, Wellington Paranormal Ad, which was just revealed about season four, says this is going to be the last season for Wellington Paranormal. That is a bummer. All the great paranormal shows are not getting their season. I'm still waiting for season two of True Seekers. Hopefully I'm thinking they might put out a second season. Wellington Paranormal is going away and that that was a good show. It's a really good show. I Laugh it's funny. Every time it's funny. It. <laughs> That's one of those shows that I, I forgot about, but I got to get back into it. Yeah. I was too busy yeah. with fucking Boba Fett. That is it for this week in Paranormal News. Well, good job. And uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of How's It Haunting? I, I don't know what I'm congratulating us for. Like, we do this all the time. And some of the House of Honors are going, yeah, I don't know what you're congratulating yourself for either. We heard the episode. We waited for this. And the answer is, <laughs> yes, you did. House of Honors, we appreciate the hell out of you. Lena, what is our topic for next week? That's a great question. I don't, I haven't gotten an email from corporate in since last year. So I think everybody's working remote right now. So if an email doesn't fall in place in the next five minutes, just wait longer. And we'll find out. House of Honors, stay tuned for next week. When we all figure out what the hell we're going to do, will it be as awesome and as groundbreaking as this episode? Uh, The bar's set low here, and that's for everybody's entertainment. So before we end it all here, I sounded really bleak. Before (laughs) this episode comes to an end, uh, we have a couple of announcements to make. We have a new patron. We do. We do. Vanessa, thank you very much for joining. We hope you enjoy all the extra content. The Patreon is a work in progress, House of Honors, and we're adding more. And that's the second announcement that there will be more. Ah, see, there you go. Okay, so in the meantime, always remember those random acts of kindness. It's the little things that mean so much. And if you have an experience or a topic idea you'd like to share, Lena, where can they find us? You can find us on any social media. Just search House at Haunting. Or email Lena, Lena at House at Or Chris. 
because we want to ask you. How's it on Go ahead, try it. You know how long it's been said I rode a bike? What is... I, know. <laughs> I said bike. I don't <laughs> want to know that either. So Matt checked me. Being extra awkward. This whole fucking show is based on being <laughs> extra awkward. I bet you... Strange and all of Donald's. A lot of... I'm <laughs> almost there. La, la, la. I can say it in my mind. I can't say it out loud. And that's where you need it to be on a podcast. You need everything yeah, to be right. in, in your mind. I'm fucking not going to say that anymore. In the mill... The mill... <laughs> Did you say MILF? Stuff. Now we're there. What's going on? There you go. I did it. Paul Newman it's, played. Oh, yeah. That's why I like watching this movie. Yeah, it was good looking. You could put your ranch dressing all over me. Wrong. I'm nope. not sure about how, what, new, when. All those. I mean, That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs>